Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic-Con Podcast. We are here, episode 17. You can find us on all the podcast platforms. I am one of your hosts for this evening, Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime, throwing it all the way to Texas with my man, Zach. What's going on, Zach? What's up, everybody? Uh, glad to be back. You know, look forward to these weekly podcast episodes where we get to get in here, talk about some comics, uh, talk about some movie news, and especially talk about things in the community. And we got a special guest this week as well, someone um, that I think you guys are going to be real interested, especially all you East Coasters, uh, hearing from. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, MTG Comics. Hey, what's up, guys? And again, thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, this is the first one I've been able to join a podcast ever, I think. So thank you very much. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm Greg. I'm a I'm a avid collector. I, I'm from New Jersey. I grew up in Bergen County. Uh, I've been collecting a long time, and uh, you know, I started really selling books that kind of sparked, you know, recently. Not recently, maybe like a little over a year ago. That really sparked uh, a lot of change in, in the way I collect and, and get myself involved with the community. Um, so I started doing like a you know a, a raffle page and. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I that's been like the last year, but since then, I kind of wanted to dabble into the live sale scene. So I've done a couple live sales, as I was explaining to you guys a little earlier, and then recently, so I hurt my shoulder. This is let me let me just get. This is how I kind of started. I hurt my shoulder, so I've been out of work. I'm going actually going back. I had shoulder surgery, but while I was out of work, I had a lot of time to you know focus on my side stuff like the comics you know because my mm -hmm. job is very physical I'm a, I'm a technician for comcast i actually work in south plainfield it's one of my towns oh, um cool. yeah um so i was you know doing the, the, the raffle thing and that's been going really well and then you know uh, new jersey's been having a couple of shows and um i was like why don't i try to i kind of that's how i started rapping. i was like why can't i do that type of deal mm -hmm. and then i saw the live sales and i was kind of like why why can't i do that so <laughs> did a couple live sales, tried it out. And then I was like, why not try to start like a show, you know, like a really good, very comic book heavy show. And I reached out to my buddy who sets up at shows all the time, uh, Mike. And I was like, would you be interested in like helping me set up a show? Like, you know, maybe something, you know, that a little out of the ordinary, real book heavy, maybe dealers that we don't see at all the, the shows, you know, all the time. They're great dealers, but maybe give some other, dealers an opportunity to do uh who know me uh -huh. to, to set up and he was like oh, i think that's a great idea that's something i've been wanting to do for a while and i was like all right well i'm gonna go to this holiday inn near my house and see what it's like and the lady was like yeah that sounds great we did a comic show here before covid and it was like a sellout and it, you know they rocked <laughs> the house huh. and they had a great space and you know i took photos of the show Mike because uh, he's real good at like the measuring stuff and setting up tables where I'm more of like making the, the connections and reaching out to people. The the math mm -hmm. stuff isn't really my forte and it kind of just took off there. And, you know, we, it's just funny because the, the Instagram community I've been networking with so much over the last year with the raffles and, and stuff like that. And, you know, helping elite comics out with some of their giveaways and the Akon stuff that they they host and i've just been making a lot of networks networking uh connections around the area so i started reaching out to people being like hey do you want to set up like you know i know you have a you know a lot of books or you know we don't mm -hmm. you don't set up in the area a lot but you know and people have just been left and right messaging me asking if they could set a table up and as of i think yesterday we're fully booked with vendors and a lot of them have never awesome. really been in this area before yeah yeah, and to everyone out there listening, you know, from, I'm I'm from Jersey, just like Greg's from Jersey. We're actually a small a small world. We literally are in the same county. Uh, he goes to one of my local shops as well, Clockwork Comics and Cards. So here in New Jersey, even prior to COVID, they only had three different places where you could have shows. There was Wayne, New Jersey, Hasbro Heights, and then they have Clifton as well. And then they, in, you know, every now and then they would throw it down in Old Bridge, New Jersey. So if you're in the New York, Pennsylvania. You, obviously, if you live in New Jersey, you know those towns. But so right now, during COVID, there was no more shows. Then they started bringing back these shows. Uh, they have the one again up in Wayne, and then they have the one down in Oldbridge. But this one's really interesting because I love how you said it's very comic heavy. Uh, I'm not sure if you went to the show down out in Rockaway, New Jersey, in like January or February. Do you know no, what that no. one? No, so, I, don't, I don't think I've heard of it. So it was the... Uh, 
Garden Garden State Comic Fest. Normally they oh, have it yeah, in July. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I didn't I didn't know they had another one though. Yeah, they did a winter one and they actually had it at Rockaway Mall. Now it was two floors. It was uh in a I guess a department store that's no longer there. So they had the first and the second floor. Now let me tell you, I went to this thing, it was a two-day show. I walked through it in about two hours because there was only about, I would say, four comic vendors. There were more mm. toy um, and like pops and stuff like that. Yeah, it was yeah. so bad on the second, on the bottom floor where the comics were. The top floor was all artists, which is nice to have some artists in there. But as far as a comic show, it was so bad. I only spent ten dollars. I kid you not. I bought oh. a bunch of dollar books. There were some wall books that are nice, but this show that's coming up in a few months, you said it's very comic heavy, which is really awesome. Uh, you know, why don't you tell the people out there where it is, when it is, uh, what's the called? name of it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's really comic book focused. I mean, I, I've been to the Garden State Comic Fest. I think it was the one that was at the Gamanin Arena in yes, Morristown. Mm-hmm. Is that where? It yes. Is? Yeah, and that's I, I like that show. I've got a lot of good stuff there, but this one isn't. You know, I know they have like the cosplay contests, and you know, a lot of toy dealers there too. This isn't uh, I, that that stuff's all cool, but this one is for like the real. You know, like this industry is like a different industry than it was a year ago. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this is for, the, you know, for me, I'm thinking it's for the serious buyers, serious sellers. You know, it's really Instagram, uh, like collectors heavy. It seems like it's turning out to be, which is cool. I feel like it's going to be kind of like a whole, like a, like a real one of a kind type of type of show. Um, we're calling it King Con. So the story behind <laughs> that was it's a little, it took me like, my partner Mike loved it. He like I said, how about like King Khan, like kind of like that. And he was he was like, "You're a genius." And I was like, <laughs> "It's." I was kind of half kidding, but I mean, it's marketable because you know you could. We have on the logo which I sent you. You have you know like a King Khan. He's he's a you know it's K O N, mm-hmm. and he's climbing the Empire State Building. He's got comics with him and stuff like that. So it's real marketable. And he's like, "Yeah, the next time you know we go to Long Island, we could do like King Khan invades." So, you know, we're, we're seeing whichever town we go in next, King Khan invades, you know, so it's marketable. I found it to be me personally, even though I, I came up with it, I thought it was a little like, mm-hmm. but it's not like the king of cons because it's kind of like yeah. our first one, you know what I mean? Right. So I <laughs> hey, but gives you room to grow. Gives you exactly. room to grow. Yeah. 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 So it's it's more of a future name, but it's cool. And, you know, uh, we, we like to think big and think ahead. So that's where that name came from. Um, we got an artist to do it, uh, who's some of the guys from Festival Defects recommended, and he, he really knocked it out of the park. He could, if you see that he's holding three three comics, uh-huh. uh, the gorilla, it's a 181, and then I was just like, yeah, we just want to put something on the front, like make him holding comics, something that's that's you know, the fans will know, and obviously 181, oh, everyone knows it. But then if you, so we we blew up this banner. It's like, a, well, we're going to, he's going to set it up at the next show, obviously at, at the main show. And it's, it's like a four by four banner. And the artist actually, you could, it's so detailed, the books behind it. It's like a 129 and FF 48 and like a giant size X-Men one. So you see the little <laughs> logo. He, he was so detailed that he even like really did the, the books behind the 181, which I thought was cool. Okay. Um, it's a little Easter egg, but, um, yeah, so it's going to be really comic book focused. Uh, you know, I think maybe a couple stands or two might have pops with them, you know. Of course. You know, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're going to have, we have a lot of vendors. It's going to be, you know, I reached out to very uh, Gary. He's going to be mm-hmm. there. Uh, Erod212 is going to be there. A lot of these names from Instagram. Um Yep, and we know those guys in the community. Um, yeah. I know Erod. I know. I think uh, some guys from the NY Warriors are also going to be setting up as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know who that the whole like team is of those guys. Mm-hmm. But I know Erod is. Um, yep. I know and now, the what's base. the what's the name and the uh, oh, sorry, sorry, the sorry. date? The date yeah, when it's so, going to be and where it's going to be. Sorry, it is uh, King Con, and it's going to be on September Saturday, September 25th. Um, and it's going to be in Clark, New Jersey. Now it's at a holiday inn on Valley road uh, Mm -hmm. and the holiday inn says Clark, Newark area. It has nothing to do with Newark. So I don't know why that says that, but I've had a few people get confused, (laughs) be like, is this in Newark or like, is Clark is like, there are different Clark and I know Clark isn't really near. And I'm like, no, it's, it's just called Clark, Newark area. It's in Clark, New Jersey. Just ignore the Newark park because I don't want people to get like confused. Someone actually yeah. was like, oh, maybe you should take that down. I'm like, no, because if someone 
looks it up, it, it, it might even cause more confusion. But it's just Clark, mm-hmm. New Jersey, Holiday Inn, Valley Road. It's right off the parkway, uh, Saturday, September 25th. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we got we got a ton of good vendors, big names that, you know, sell them like, uh, you know, absolute comics and statues. I don't know if you, you know yep. them. I've seen those. Yeah. They, those guys set up at New York Comic Con. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I know those guys. They set yeah, up at so, all different types so, of shows. So yeah, so Absolute's great. I, I, you know, Alex was one of the first guys I reached out mm-hmm. to. I bought a ton of books from him in the past. Um, and Alex you know, is a good dude. Yeah. So I just went to the warehouse recently. Sold him some books. I bought a book. Um, so he's so it's up. everyone who's listening out there too. I, like like Greg said, it's it's right off the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey. Let me tell you, if you're if you want to come to this show, whether you live in North Jersey, South Jersey, West Jersey, New York, uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, this thing is impossible to miss. If you're coming down the Garden State Parkway, it's li- literally you could see it right off the Parkway. You cannot miss this. Uh, and what's funny is I, I forgot if I, I I told you this in, in the messaging that this place. Uh, two and a half years ago when I got married, this is where I had all my out-of-towners stay for oh, my that. wedding. <laughs> so for my wedding, af- like an after party, this is where all my out-of-towners went because uh, my wife is from Rawway. So okay. it, it was right next door. So her family and then even, uh, again, I grew up in Roselle Park, which is you know the town right by it as well. So mm-hmm. if anybody is wants to come to this show, without a doubt, you can stay at the hotel, but you're, you're not going to get lost. There's at least a few shops, probably at least a good four shops within 15 minutes, right? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's Clockwork as you go in Union. There's mm-hmm. Rogue Comics in uh, in Cranford. Then in uh, North Plainfield, there's JC Comics, which is yep. an awesome shop. And you yeah, got classic classic comics and in, in Rawway right there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if and, if anybody wants to come to this, you. It's not like you have to just come to this show. You know, you could stay Saturday into Sunday. All those shops are are open on a Sunday. Or if you want to come in the day before, come in on a Friday, go to these shops, and then come to this on Saturday. Uh, what what's the time that the show is going to be from from until? So it uh, it goes from general admissions ten to four, but we have the mm-hmm. early bird uh, special for fifteen dollars at the door uh, between nine and ten. So serious people who want to get in there and get stuff before it goes um nine is when you want to probably get there awesome awesome and i know I, so i know you're going head to head with the big apple <laughs> yeah i was gonna bring that so, up. <laughs> so are you go ahead you could talk about this because uh <laughs> well so i'm at i'm at wing i didn't know i looked you know we mm-hmm. we looked and to see if we were gonna you know go against anything and it was like oh we don't want to do it too early because you know late it's gonna you know labor day is only a few weeks earlier and then some of the the holidays are around there too um and then a couple weeks later, you know, they're having Comic-Con. So some of these people, like, they might not want to feel the need to set up a week before Comic-Con like this. So we were like, mm-hmm. oh, here's the sweet spot, September 25th. I'm at a show in Wayne, and I'm talking to Erod. He's all, you know, hyped about setting up a table. And he's like, oh, you know, Big Apple Con is is the uh, the same day. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, man. And I walked over to Mike, and he was like, I don't really like going to that show anyway. You know, he's like, I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not, you know, saying anything about the show. You know, I'm just, he's like, I'm just, he's like, I'm not a big fan. I think we'll, we'll be fine. And mm-hmm. it, that's just the way it is. It, it just lined yeah. up that way. And uh, I think, you know, for people in Jersey, and I don't know what the restrictions are going to be at that time in New York or even here. But all I can say is we got a bunch of people that you don't see often um, setting up like recently. To, to sidebar for a second, I um, bought locally. I someone was selling from Westfield. Someone was selling a few books, um, and so I reached out to him, and we met up, made you know the transaction. We started talking a little bit, and he actually runs a website called I think it's SellMyComicBook.com, and he buys okay. collections. And it's like a really good website, and I didn't you know know about it until I met him. And he's like, oh, man, you're, you're setting up a show. He's like, can I get a table? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, I got so much inventory. I don't even know what to do with it. He's like, I, you know, Facebook and eBay only gets me so far. So it's mm-hmm. kind of funny how it works out. So now we have this guy who's never set up before that has like, I saw, I went to his house because I actually bought a few things, more things from him. Uh, and he's just got so much inventory and it's so great. You know, it's like weird how that works out. You know, it's so like we're going to have this yeah. guy there that no, that, that no one's ever seen at a show that took two tables and could probably have three 
four, but you know, he's <laughs> trying to be modest. He's and probably going to regret able- not bringing as much stuff too. Honestly, he probably yeah. won't bring enough stuff. That's probably how it'll work. Yeah. So it, it'll be cool. So we have like a guy like, you know, like that, that no one's seen. And then a few other guys that have only set up once or twice, maybe in long Island. And, you know, they just have like all this like really great inventory and it's just, you know, I feel like it's like, I like to call the show, like, if you're going to come, I'm going to be really pleasantly surprised at how much stuff is going to be there. I think, you know, I, my hopes are high, but I don't think it's it's going to be anyone's disappointment. No, I, to that's be cool. honest with, I would just, I, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that sounds cool. It sounds awesome. I'm bummed yeah. that I'm all the way in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> so, so, so actually speaking of, uh, you know, the sh- with the shows, you know, I, I go to the shows here in New Jersey and Wayne has always been fun going to the hotel that yes. they have it at and Old Bridge where the, the Elks Lodge where they have that as yes. well. They're, they're always good shows. The fact that they're just comics, that's where you want to be on like a Sunday when they have those shows. But with yes. you on a Saturday, that's even better because usually Sundays are kind of like family day. But the fact yes. that you could really come to this convention for the show for a day and it's not, you know, it, it's not all day. So you can come at 10 o'clock, say for two hours and then go do a family thing or come later in the mm-hmm. day. But like you said, with the people that are setting up and you're already capped out, maxed out, sold out. That's awesome. Yeah, we still. Yeah, it's great. We I actually, you know, I had a I have a Facebook group um, that I run. It's about like grading comics. It's not like a buy, sell trade or anything. It's called making the grade. That's where the MTG comes from. And people go on there and they post their their books and the community will kind of evaluate the grades and help each mm-hmm. other out with grading because oh, you that's know, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. If you're on Facebook, definitely check it out. But that that has grown. That's kind of where all this started with that. And um, so just so want to get it right. It's called making. the. It's, it's on making, Facebook. It's called yeah, making, making the grade. grade. Making the grade, uh, yeah, comic grading community, comic grading community. Um, you go on there, you post a book. Like, let's say you have a book and you don't really, you want to sell it, but you know, some people aren't. When they're new, they don't really know how to grade it. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. really confident in their skills, so they'll put one up, and then like a bunch, bunch of people will comment like where they think it is. Usually, like a range, maybe you know, between hypothetically between five and six. You know, and why? Like, oh, you got like a long color break increase there, or you know, you got a spine split, so so forth. Though. So it sparks a lot of conversation and it's, it's really helpful and there's no buying, selling drama or any of that stuff on there. I've wow. always been horrible. I've always been horrible at grading books. I should probably check this out. Yeah, yeah this is actually, this cool. is a great sidebar because we really didn't have exactly yeah. what we planned, but so, you know, let's, let's kind of round out the, the conversation of the convention and then we're kind of, I want really want to get into this Facebook okay. group. So uh, it's Saturday, September 25th, Clark, New Jersey, it's called King Kong. It's just comics. So for anybody who's listening, who's anywhere in this area, the tri-state area, absolutely come here. Uh, what time is it again, you said, Greg? Uh, 9, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. is the early bird special. That's $15. And then general admission is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's $5 at the door. We're just doing a basic kind of at-the-door thing. And then maybe the next show we'll start doing maybe some kind of online format where you can buy stuff. But this is just kind of cash at the door. Yes. Yeah. Hey, room to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're gonna learn we're so already, much in this first one, also. Yeah, we're we're exactly. Uh, we're already kind of like scouting locations because of the next one we want to maybe do out in Long Island, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we've been talking about, we'd love to maybe go to like I don't know Maryland or something like that, and uh-huh. just you know really take it from there and see. I like to think <laughs> big, you know. I know it's crazy. That's but, awesome. Hey, yeah. Pennsylvania, if anybody wants you who's listening, you know. Hit, you definitely can hit up Greg and he'll come. He'll, you guys find the great spot for him. That's, that's really what's, you know, that's what you need. You need a nice key spot. And I really think, like I said, I've been there uh, twice. It's definitely a perfect spot. You can't, you can't get lost. That's the best part is it's right off the garden state parkway. Uh, there's no way that you could miss it. And it's, it's a perfect, it's absolutely a perfect spot. I'm so really, happy when I saw this. It really is. And, and the parking is awesome. Like the parking lot is so big. Uh, that mm-hmm. no one's going to have an issue like unless yep. it's unless it's like get super crowded which would be awesome but um, and there's places to eat around too just yeah, so everybody yeah. knows there's there's a lot of places on the other right on the other side of the parkway uh if you need to go anywhere shopping or drop off the wife uh, there's like a target there's a marshall's barnes and nobles but other than that there's like a couple bars and yep. you know other restaurants right on the other side yeah, uh, there's, so. there's wendy's mcdonald's uh, you got every chili's the applebee's Yep, uh, Molly's, yeah, Molly McGuire's. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the bar? What's the bar that's in um, 
I, I, this is I love getting local now. What's the place that's right in the Target parking lot? Uh, oh, 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 oh! I forget what it's called. It's like a burger go all, house or something. Yeah, uh, I go there all the time. They get a ton of draft beers. I, I forget what it's called. Paragon. Too, I mean, I, it's Paragon. Yes, Paragon. Yeah, I haven't been there, so. but my friends have gone there. So, I'm new to the area because I, I moved to Cranford um, maybe like three years ago. So that's not that right. new, I guess. But all right. So that's that's what the the Comic Con or Con, King Kong is going to be on September 25th of this year in Clark, New Jersey. So let's kind of get into this. I like this. This making the grade. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Facebook Facebook group. So let's talk about this. So people can is obviously it's a private. Or is it a public group that anybody no, can kind of join? You in? have to join because you have to mm-hmm. answer um, a bunch of, not a bunch, but, you know, those general yeah. questions when you join a group. Just make sure that, like, you understand that it's all, the community is just helping you out. We're not guaranteeing anything. It's not like what we say is you go to see, you send it to CGC so anyone could come back and be like, hey, this community told me this was an eight, you know, <laughs> like, and I got a seven five. I would love to you see know. that conversation where someone like screenshots, hey, this Facebook group told me it's a 9-8. Why'd you grade it yeah. at a 9-6? Yeah, no, so that's another thing, too. Everyone's <laughs> pretty, pretty smart. And anyone, anytime there's like a book that looks like it could be a 9-8, people will be like, look, this is like, this kid should be at least like a 9-4, maybe, maybe better, you know, because you yeah. never know. I've sent books that look like 9-8s and come back 9-6s. And, yeah. You know, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Bad day yeah. graders. But mm-hmm. uh, so does anybody kind of, and I'm sure this is good for like older books, like the silver age and even kind of getting yeah. into the bronze, silver and gold, like color touch. So someone kind of maybe shows you a cover or yeah. like the first page and you, you know, whether it's you or another person that's in this group can say, oh, I wouldn't grade that. It's got color touch. And that's something that yes. people don't really look at. Yeah. There's a lot of people. And I think like uh, Vincent Zarzulo is in there and like a bunch of like really well-known people okay. um, in the community uh, are in there and we'll jump in and, 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 you know, be like, look, like that book is, is known for, you know, color touch, open the front cover and make sure there's no like ink bleeding through and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Get a black light, look at something like that. Um, but the way it started was I had a silver surfer four I bought at, um, at East Coast Comic Con about three years ago, and once I tell you the grade and stuff and what I paid for it, you guys, I and mean, just compared to today, it's just outrageous. But <laughs> it looked—it was a really great book. They—they they had a, like a five-zero, I think, for the considering what they sold it to me at the time. I'm imagining that's what they put it at. So this book was like lost, but it has like a long tick—not a long, but it has like a tick on it, and it's longer than a normal tick. So you know, it's that square square-bound book. You know, they could be tough. So it breaks mm-hmm. color. I thought I might have tear, but when I brought it home, I opened it up. So I was like, I got to get this graded because, like, I, I don't know where this would fall because it looks really nice, but this is like a considerably long, like, tick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it got me nuts. It was at it was at CGC, and I'm like looking all over, like, where can I like try to ha- get help and you know have someone give me some feedback? And so I went on the CGC boards and I was I posted pictures of it, and they were like, oh, you don't have enough pictures, you know, we can't help you or whatever. <laughs> but the format they have like a, they have a format on there that's like, please grade my comic or something like that. And people will post their books, and it's like I don't know the CGC boards are a little clunky. They they feel like old school. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's troll central at times yeah, as yeah. well. So I, I think the first <laughs> picture I posted, someone was like mad at me because I didn't have enough pictures or something. It ruined their day, <laughs> right? You know, so. How dare you? So exactly. So I, um, it was driving me nuts and I, you know, I get really like obsessive about stuff like that. When something's out of my controls at CGC, it was in the void. And, uh, I, you know, I'm looking at sold listings for different grades to be like, Oh, mine look like that. I'll make it a six. Oh, but that eight, five looks really good too. You know? <laughs> and I was like, F this. I'm just going to try to, I, I messaged my friend. I was mowing the lawn. I was like, Hey, you know, it's that guy, Mike, again, this is actually how we first started really becoming friends. Cause I had sold him a book and you mm-hmm. know, we had been texting back and forth. So I was like, Hey, if I start this uh, Facebook group, it would be a good idea. And you want to just be like an admin with me. And he was like, sure. He's like, I really don't know what I could do, but sure. So I made him an admin. He invited a bunch of people he knew and it just grew. It grew from there. We have like uh, like a little over 2,600 people now. And this was last October. So in, mm-hmm. in about a year and a half, it's been, we have like, you know, we're approaching 3,000 people. Now the page kind of just runs itself of people helping each other grade. And awesome. uh, the Silver Circle actually came back in 8.0. So I paid, I paid $350 for it. And now it's like a 2,000 something dollar book, you know? So it's, it's just crazy. The but market that, right now is insane. 
yeah even then three hundred dollars though was was really good good for it so yeah so thank you zap comics for for that one. <laughs> oh, nice awesome yeah, Zaps, Zaps definitely a, a great store yeah. here in New Jersey. Both locations, yeah. they set up at shows uh, all the time, the big shows. So, yeah, I did get it pressed. So you know, like when I, when I got oh, it, gotta, gotta, yeah, yeah. So Mike pressed it. That's a, you know, he he also is my presser and stuff like that. But that's kind of how it started. I had a book that was nagging me, and I wanted to figure out the grade of it, and wanted to look learn more about grading. So I started a grading page. You know, and mm-hmm. I still don't. Like, I wouldn't say, I don't think you could ever be perfect because no one is ever, there's always something you don't see, you, gotta, you know, no, mm-hmm. no two books are exactly the same, you know, mm-hmm. unless you get like a nine, eight, you know, modern stuff. But, uh, there's people in there that are just so knowledgeable. It's just, it's just crazy. You know, there's always advisors in there, stuff like that. And, uh, it's just really, hey, if you have like, tw- if you have over 2,500 people in there and they see a book. You know, even if it's a lot 10%, of percent, yeah, five yeah, percent see that book and can help somebody out. That's awesome. Yeah, there there was a time where I was I got gotten so busy since then, but there was a time where I was tracking where people were actually we were keeping a consensus of what people were sending in after the community kind of graded it. Mm-hmm. And I there's there is still a list on there. It's pinned, and maybe maybe there's about like fifty or so books that it has the before of what we read it and then the result from cgc or cbcs and we're usually we're usually a little more conservative so usually it comes back actually a little higher which i think is mm-hmm. good because we're not like throwing out like oh it's a nine and it comes back a right. six you know what i mean yeah so and i'm sure you're uh, yeah. do you also help for like pressing do you like if someone posts something will someone say oh i think you should press this out or yeah, yeah people it's ask definitely... questions like is this yeah is this are these defects pressable you think that's worth getting a press for this you know and there's a lot of pressers in there and, you know, some really knowledgeable people and awesome. uh, yeah, they'll give their feedback and then people should go in there and just brag and show their results. They'll, they'll shit, you know, just the, your general, you know, comic community kind of conversation about movies and spec and stuff like that. And you get your, you know, depending on the topic, you get your trolls and whatnot, but I don't think I've ever, <laughs> I think I've had to remove maybe one person or something cause he was a scammer or something, but overall, yeah. like, considering all the drama that goes on on a lot of these channels, Oh, yeah. uh, these Facebook groups, it's, it's, it's really, it's really good community. And, um, we that's a great idea. Yeah, that is absolutely a great idea for a comic book group. I'm definitely yeah. going to join it off of, uh, after this for podcast. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, like I said, it, I kind of took the idea from the CGC boards. Uh, I just was like, there's a little clunky. I'm just going to do one on Facebook. You know what I mean? I just kind of, and, and, it, and it worked out, you know, I think they still have it and it's real popular, but, um, but yeah, def- definitely, definitely check it out. And anyone who's listening. Awesome. Zach? No, I, I'm I'm excited about all of it, except I'm just really bummed about the uh, the show that I'm all the way out here in El Paso. Because, you know, I, I haven't been to a show. And like, I've, I, I've typically gone to larger shows and they're they're fun for what they are. But I definitely enjoy. I'm sorry, you went shows. to San Diego Comic-Con and you make it seem like it's <laughs> we've never been. I've never been. Right. Oh. Yeah, I've never no, no, I've been to okay. New York Comic Con. Um you know, I don't think you'd like times. it. I don't think you'd like San Diego. It's it's I don't know, man. It's not the same. It, it, there's a different feel from those larger cons. I've been to WonderCon, San Diego, um, but El Paso Con that they've had a couple times here. I like that. It's smaller, you know, artists, writers. Uh I, th- that's more up my alley. Like mm-hmm. even Las Vegas. I went to a Las Vegas con, um, one in Phoenix as well a couple years ago. That one was pretty large, but I appreciate the smaller little conventions. And I'm more of a comic guy anyway. Like, it's cool to see um, Artist Alley and stuff like that, but that's not really my thing. So I'm more about the books. So this sounds like that's my yeah, that's be my be, kind of show. Yeah, a lot, a lot of books. And uh, I actually had an artist, I forget his name, but someone reached out to me. He's local and he was like, could I set up a table? And I was like, look, we're just not, you know, I really appreciate you reaching out, but this show we're just not focusing on artists right now uh-huh. um mm-hmm. it's all it's all booky you know someone i think asked to set up cards and i was like as much as i like cards yeah and i know the market's hot it's just not you know what i'm looking for right now maybe down the road you know we could have a little right. I, I you know down the road i'd love to have like an artist or, or two you know like nothing crazy but um i i want to like kind of let it grow organically i don't want to get in over my head and for sure have it be you know a, a messy show and like mm-hmm. feel feel unorganized so that's why we're kind of doing like the tickets at the door you pay you go in you get your books 
we promote it. Maybe next time we'll have an artist or two and, you know, we'll do some, I don't even know if I, I'm so like not tech savvy that I don't even really want to met like cash at the door is so up my alley other than <laughs> setting up like some kind of like it's fine it's they like do cash at the door at the other shows here in new jersey right it's yeah simple. but it's like five ten like, bucks to get in did you, did you go i didn't go my friend went but did you go to the big little giant what was it called giant up in new hampshire a uh, little yeah little no unfortunately big, it was just, yeah yeah something like way that, too, it's just way too far uh, it, yeah. it's for us yeah, here where we live in new jersey that's just a real hike and uh, yeah, I, know a lot I just of people, can't I just can't get up that far. I'm, so yeah, I'm with you. I, my friend was like, yeah, we'll go, but it only takes me four hours. And I'm like, man, I'm not driving four hours with you. And then he, I was like, when he went there, he went back, he showed me the books he got and it was cool stuff, but it was stuff you could get around here. You know, you didn't have yeah. to drive to New Hampshire for, but I'm, you know, it looked like a cool show, but just, just four hours is kind of like my limit. And he was like, Oh no, it took me six hours. I left late. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't go with you. I would have been thrown. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do good in the car when I'm not driving. But uh, oh, yeah, okay. so this is going to be you know, like, a, like a comic heavy show. And um, if you're looking, I mean, I just don't know. Like I reached out, I reached out to people like I actually reached out to Metropolis because I just don't care. And I was just like, hey, you want to set up like I'm doing a comic con? Because it doesn't the worst you could say is no. You know? Right. Yeah. You don't know unless you ask. And they were like, ah, they were real nice, but they kind of, you know, they swatted me away kindly, you know, like a like a gnat. <laughs> like, oh, you're, yeah. you know, you're really nice. But no, you're cute, really sir. Nice. Very cute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I use that. I'm like, then that now next time I'm like, you know, one day maybe you will set up at something, you know, and I'm just going back to, to what, uh, manimal. I'm sorry. What'd you say your name once again? You could edit that Zach. out. Yeah, Zach, no worries. That's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to say good, man. wrong. But, um, I was going to say, man, Hey, I would love to go. To, I've never been to Texas, but I would love to make a goal to get down there and set up a show in Texas. And then I'll say, Hey man, I remember when we spoke a couple years ago, here you go. You let me know and I'll be there. The problem with Texas and where I'm at is I'm on West Texas and there's nowhere near like Phoenix is closer to me than any city in Texas. But okay, um, but everything's available, man. Like I'll go anywhere. So yeah, so you let me know. You do that. West Tech West. I'm just thinking I have a from doing the Instagram stuff. I have a friend mm -hmm. in that's in Lubbock. And okay. I've, yeah. Um, oh, man, there are a couple others. One's in Austin. So I, I like all these people all over that I've met from the Instagram community that I feel like it's, it's opened up this new door where I could reach out to maybe one of them who are in the community and be like, Oh, Hey, yeah, I know a good, a good place by my house or, you know, like, or, you know, that, that maybe would have, you know, it's all about networking. I feel like if you just mm -hmm. talk to people, you could kind of just make something happen if you really want it to happen. That's kind of how I feel. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Definitely. And the Instagram community is like the best in terms of the, like, you know, you have your Facebook comic book community, the YouTube, Instagram. And I've always felt like Instagram is by far the best aspect of the comic book community. It's super solid there. Everyone's really positive. I was really uh, like nervous to start raffling. Cause I was like, Oh man, like they're going to think this new guy's coming in. You know, there's a lot of trust involved with that. Mm -hmm. so but everyone was really really welcoming and i and i appreciate everyone you know that that has joined my stuff and has i 90 percent of the stuff i do now is just consignment so mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's real great it's like night and day with facebook i don't mean to trash talk if you love facebook and you love the comic community there that's great but every time i'm on there someone's there's just someone it, fighting about something, it's different you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's like different price trolls it's like really like you're not surprised that new stands are more expensive now like you're really still like mad that new stands are more like like it, just accept it yes new stands are more expensive than direct copies that's what it is you know just like and then oh, people complaining funny. about variants if you don't like variants just don't buy them you know what i mean right right hmm. so anybody can find you on your instagram uh why don't we kind of wrap this up on for you greg so for raffling sure. where can people find you uh for your instagram page uh, MTG Comics um, is the raffle page. Um, if you have any questions, you could just DM me about that. Uh, then um, let's just let's make sure we beat everybody into a submission for this Comic Con. Tell people again where, where, when, and the name. King Con. So it's one word. That's K I N G K O N, and uh, you that will be on September twenty fifth. 2021 it's a saturday in clark new jersey 9 a.m to 10 a.m early bird special 10 a.m to 4 p.m general admission 
Uh, you could also find me on uh, Facebook at Making the Grade. That's where the grading aspect is. And then I just started recently on, uh, a direct sales page, which isn't really anything crazy right now, but hoping to maybe get more consignments on there as, as stuff moves along and maybe after the, you know, the convention, that's MTG underscore direct. We have a few, we've sold a few things, but uh, we're still kind of building the, the name of that one um, to do awesome. direct sales. Yeah. So some people, you know, who don't want to do the raffles can just buy stuff from, from us directly. Awesome. Definitely. Cool. Uh, so everybody make sure you're out there, follow MTV, uh, MTG comics for any of your raffling needs and Hey, you got to start somewhere. So MTG underscore direct for his direct sales. Greg, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man. I will absolutely no be there in September and I'm sure we'll, we'll see each other at a local show here in New Jersey before, yeah, way before definitely. then. Definitely. I know you go to clockwork. I would definitely love to stop in there and say what's up to, to Scott. If you're in there, why not? We'll chat for a bit, but I feel like I could talk to you guys all night. Thank you guys so much for yeah. having me. <laughs> no, for sure, dude. All right, man. Yeah. Take care. We'll have you back on. Absolutely. Yeah. That's getting close yeah. for sure. September. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys. Cool. All right. Take Take care, care. man. Have a good one. Later. All right, everybody. So that was Greg from MTG Comics here in New Jersey, putting on a nice one-day show. As you heard, a lot of the the vendors are sold out. A lot of people in the YouTube and IG community are going to be having tables. So that's really awesome. So if you're a a local person, either in New York, New Jersey, PA, Connecticut, come on down for this one-day show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'll, there was a lot got? of uh, Jersey boy, you Jersey boys were geeking out there in the cities <laughs> and stuff, man. Like I'm just like sitting here in little old Paso on the border. <laughs> you know? Hey, that's we'll, cool though, man. I mean, I'm always jealous of like the the Jersey, New York. Not to say I want to live up there by any means, but that area because you pissed me off because you have all these shops all over the place and you got all these guys that are everywhere and you can go, you know. Oh, I saw so and so at the shop. I got one shop down here and like <laughs> no one in town, you know, so no one cool in town at least. Hey. And, uh, yeah. So a couple, couple weeks away, man, you know, show you a good time. So, yeah. uh, so let's kind of move on. What do, what do we got? So we have tons of stuff to talk about. Uh, right. Let, let's kind of talk about some TV and movie news first. Yeah. So we have, um, let's talk about some like castings and kind of actor actresses type things. The first one up we have is, uh, this isn't like a casting. We all know that they had cast. Um, what's her name again for Echo? Al- I don't want to butcher Al-Lockway, her name. Lockway Cox. Lockway Cox. Lockway Cox was cast as Echo for the upcoming Hawkeye Disney Plus show. And they just recently teased and showed some video or pictures of her costume. Very comic accurate, by the way, as well. Yeah, her and also Hawkeye with his updated uh, right. Jeff Lemire, Matt Fraction run. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, I'm looking forward to... Uh, that series you know hawkeye is definitely in when you look at the mcu world he kind of got the shaft a little bit into in character development um mm-hmm. he definitely obviously sat out uh infinity war played a bigger role in uh in game for sure and obviously i mean we all know he's he's an archer and obviously he's not the sexiest of powers and heroes and stuff but comic wise he's always been such a mainstay avenger you know what i mean so i think it'll be cool to see him kind of shine on his own a little bit yeah, I think this series is going to be really good, and especially with uh, Echo and, the, and showing showing her off. Right, uh, a lot of people on Twitter, and if you don't know, this actress is actually partially deaf. She was uh, she announced it back when she was nineteen that you know she was diagnosed with uh, deafness in her ear, and the doctors told her, I believe, by the age of thirty, she would be completely deaf. She's at twenty four years old right now. So with her being in this show, it's a very positive movement for someone who can barely hear to be playing a deaf character like echo. Mm-hmm. And there's all, and there's also their the current stay is that there, she will be getting a spinoff show on Disney right. plus. Right. And this is a cool character. I mean, this is a very modern character. It came out in like November, 2005, new Avengers issue 11. Um, I'm sorry. That was when she came out as Ronan, but daredevil yes. number nine back in 99. So she's still relatively, you know, a new character who hasn't got a lot of screen time. But if you're reading the current Avengers run right now, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but she becomes pretty powerful in the, uh, in the new Avengers run. So, you know, a lot of cool things with character being Native American, being a, a, a deaf woman. You know, there's a lot of possibilities here. So um, it should be really cool, man. Uh-huh. I'd like to say I can't wait for that one. And that's, that's, so that's on the Marvel news. What do you have on the DC side? 
So DC, yo, so Justin and I, you guys have heard us talk about this, I'm sure, that we're both big Titans fans. Um, Titans, the TV show, obviously the the DC, what was it called? DC Universe was initially where it premiered, yeah, and now DC we're Universe. on HBO Max. And in fact, that's the reason I bought the subscription for DC Universe was only for Titans and um, loved it. And we got another reveal for season three. We have Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, is going to be showing up in season three, which is really cool. All right. So we have some DC news now. You know, that was some Marvel, some Marvel goodness. But this is really interesting. So we have DC Titans news for season three. We have the actor Vincent Carathias going to be playing Scarecrow, Jonathan Crane. That's some huge, huge news. This character, if you guys don't know, guys and girls out there, he was in Mad Men for a few seasons. He played Pete, the uh, the ad guy, part of the team on there. And then he was also in the movie with uh, Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seinfeld in time. So what do you think about this? Amanda, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried not, Seinfeld. Yes. not Seinfeld. Yeah, you know, I think it's awesome. I, you know, I think Jonathan Crane is, you know what? <laughs> We've always said this, dude. We've always said that you can see how the comics match the TV movie news. And Scarecrow is becoming super important in the current Batman run right now mm -hmm. as well. So we're getting a little push. You know, Scarecrow is one of these villains with Batman that I feel like has never gotten enough screen time. You know, like he's so creepy and diabolical. You know, even in Batman Begins... It was a, such a small role. You know, he was like a B, a B kind of villain in that one. Um, oh, absolutely. So I, I hope it'll be great, dude. I hope, um, I think you and I were talking off off camera here or off uh, mic, I guess I've got to say for a podcast. And it's very Gotham oriented in this season. You know, we're going to have Oracle showing up. We got Scarecrow. We got Red Hood. Um, it's going to be cool, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like, though, it's going to kind of be a background character. Because you know how, like, in season two, it was Dr. Okay. Light, Deathstroke. Yeah. I, I feel like, I obviously, we know that Blackfire is here. Because mm -hmm. at the end of season two, we, we you know, wait about her. So I think she's going to be, like, the main villain. Yeah. So they could sprinkle in Scarecrow, you know, at an episode or two. And then maybe have a, if season four happens. That's true. I mean, and you have to know that. Obviously, Dick Grayson and Jason Todd have probably interacted with him before. So mm -hmm. it, it's also really cool that we're not going to get like, you know, origin story probably with Scarecrow. It's just going to be, yo, game on here, Scarecrow. You know? Oh, yeah. So, That's the best thing about the show is that yeah, every time these characters come, it's not like, oh, who is this person? Like they knew who Dr. Light was. They put him away to jail. When mm -hmm. you saw Deathstroke, everyone was just like, damn, it's Deathstroke. It right. wasn't like, oh, who is this person that they have to fight? Which is great about the show. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, when does that drop? Do have they have they said when that starts? Sometime this summer. The summer. Oh, cool. yeah. That's uh, awesome. I believe it's the end of July or early August. They're kind of wrapping up things. I, the week that you were out, I actually went on my rant of binge watching season two of Titans. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, they, were, that. they were they were talking about it, so I, I'm excited for this season. There's like you said, there's Oracle with red hood and then now scarecrow i'm i'm totally excited for that news so yeah. um what else do we have so we got some cartoon movies yeah man TV and so here. we did a little um mid-season review on this it was a couple weeks ago now at this point mm -hmm. um but before the finale i think we have the finale comes out this week i believe episode 10 or maybe two more episodes yeah uh, so we're on the eve of invincible yeah on amazon prime so we have seasons two and three of invincible have already been greenlit from the success of the show, which is awesome. And if you aren't watching the show, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. I mean, honestly, I went into it never reading Invincible. Had you had you read? Oh, no, yeah, we did not. Yeah, so we, we both had. We did not. Yeah. And dude, I was blown away. It's awesome. It's so cool. So I'm pumped for two more seasons of this. I'd love to see it keep going. Um, I like the idea of having this like adult animation going on. I really think it opens the door to other stuff you know um there are certain there's certain comic books that don't lend well or won't lend well to live action you know what i mean yeah. and to have this arena for like adult animation really kind of fits stuff like this so like this wouldn't be good live action i don't think you know i don't think so at all it would be way too expensive mm -hmm. uh and i this is kind of where well first of all it's very bloody so there, oh, there's yeah. that. So I don't think they'd be able to do as much as they did in the cartoon format. So 
I feel like we're also going to have to watch Jupiter's legacy because the way Jupiter's legacy is, is also similar to invincible where, Oh yeah. These, these characters fly around and they're fighting everybody. So, and they're powerful. So I don't think invincible would have ever worked in a live action. Yeah. And in, in Jupiter's legacy is Mark Millar. Who's always adult. I mean, look at kick ass hit girl wanted all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes too. Um, mm -hmm. And I think you, you, you and I are talking about this, about how, how great something is killing the children is, but could you ever do a live action with like the murdering of children and everything? And it could I be an animated thing, you know? Yeah. It's gotta be a horror. I would say it's a horror or if or they do live horror, action, yeah. well, uh, like a horror animated. And mm -hmm. if they don't do it uh, animated, it's going to be a lot of off screen stuff where you don't know, like you don't see it. But I think with the way they've been be, being able to do Invincible, I, I think they can do an animated something is killing the children. Well, you know what, too, in terms of live action for something is killing the children. When I was reading uh, the first issue, it very much I was like, you know what this reminds me of? You know how this could be live action? It's just like it. I mean, you have it, the movie it, where his clown is brutally murdering children throughout <laughs> the whole movie. So, I mean, you could do it. It's just. It's dicey, but yeah, I it's I guess nowadays because you figure back in the eighties you had you know Freddy, right? Jason, yep. Uh, you know those type of movies where it didn't matter. Yeah, teenagers, young kids, it didn't matter back then. So yeah, but those teenagers were like doing drugs and having sex. And stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a little different <laughs> than like the children, but so. yeah, these are good kids in like a small town, and these <laughs> monsters come and just kill these innocent yeah. kids. So. Sorry if we spoiled anything for you that you don't know the title of. But. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so uh, next week is a big week, May the 4th. Oh, uh, and with that means tons of Star Wars stuff, whether it's news that I want to hear, statues being able to get pre-ordered and what else is going to come out, some trailers. But uh, we just posted this on the Comic-Con podcast's Instagram page. We have the first three episodes of The Bad Batch, which is the sequel to the Star Wars Clone Wars series. And we have the runtimes as well. So the first episode is entitled Aftermath, which is a whole 75 minutes. Wow. Which is like two and a half episodes of a normal Clone Wars episode, which I feel like they should have done for like the last two episodes of Clone Wars. But 75 minutes on the first one. Episode two is called Cut and Run, 31 minutes. Episode three called Replacements at 28 minutes. And they're all coming out every Friday on Disney+. Plus. That's a good amount of time figure yeah. 75 minutes 31 and 28 i'm really excited for these shows i cannot wait for next friday what's the um episode count on this i think i've asked you this before i think it's eight to ten okay somewhere in that oh no i'm sorry i think it was like 16 they because someone said that they scored like 12 at least 12 episodes oh cool so it's going to be a, it's going to be a good amount and they're all three getting released on tuesday correct the first three episodes? No. So the first one is, is going to be on May the 4th, which is on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Episode two is going to be on Friday. So you'll get to watch two episodes next week. Gotcha. And then the, and then Friday after that. So every Friday. But at least you'll get basically, you're going to get like two, you figure 75 minutes and then another 31 minutes in a week, which is awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also... I mean, I hope we get some good Star Wars news. You know what I mean? I hope they drop some good news. Um, oh, we've been a little trailer. We've been a little dry on Star Wars lately. You know? Yeah, it's tough. We, we, you know, we sprinkle some stuff here and there with like the cast of Obi-Wan, but mm -hmm. some big news. So next week's episode may be literally Star Wars, super Star Wars heavy with everything yeah. that's going to get announced uh, next Tuesday. Right. Yeah, it'll be cool, man. Um, we haven't got what was it back in like um, the Disney investors meeting or whatever that we had that that was the last large amount of star wars news that we got so mm -hmm. it's cool and so that'll be a good one man i'm looking forward to that too okay so ne next up we're going to talk about our falcon and winter soldier final episodes the final last three episodes of the season and give our like overall review of the show and as a whole we talked about the first three did like a little mid-season review and now we're going to kind of round it out so what was your opinion justin on the show as a whole so if everybody's listening from who's hopefully you guys are out there still listening from my mid-season review i <laughs> did not like the first three episodes i thought right. they were slow i think it was just it was nothing that was great and grand exciting that was happening but now 
man, episode four, five, and six completely turned my thoughts around for this series. It was absolutely amazing. Everybody between Io showing up and Baron Zemo, his mm-hmm. his involvement more. You get Sharon Carter, of course, with John Walker. Every character that showed up and the action to the finale was a completely different series. This series, I could say, I will go back and rewatch in a whole compared to WandaVision. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I had my issues as well for the first three episodes. Um, I was still enjoying it, but it definitely picked up. I like the way it kind of like rounded out some characters. The initial introduction of John Walker was just, it was kind of hard to watch. Um, and then even as you kind of saw his fall, he got more likable in my opinion. Um, as he became less of Captain America, I started to empathize with him a little bit more. You know, you could kind of feel uh-huh. that he was trying so hard. It was such a, a weight and a burden on him. But, you know, he might have been goofy and I know people don't like him, but in the end, he's not a bad person. Like he never did anything horrible. I was really, really happy that they didn't, um, that he didn't go the way of like the bad guy at the end, that uh-huh. even at the end, he stopped himself. You know what I mean? Like I did not want him to break completely bad. Um, they set up so much great stuff for the future. You know, the potential of Thunderbolts, obviously, with uh, the Contessa, with John Walker, U.S. agent, even Baron Zemo, the Raft. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that you can do. Disney's so smart. Marvel's so smart with what they're doing. Feige's just owning it. Um, yeah, they put a lot of things in a place where it's still doable in the future. And right. That's the best part about this. And you don't have to do it, but it's there if you want to, you mm-hmm. know? And you're right. Even with IO. You know, I heard the actress said that she would love to do like a Disney Plus um, dorm dormilage show, mm-hmm. you know, which could be interesting as well. I mean, have them out there like hunting down enemies of the state. That'd be kind of cool, you know. Um, I definitely I, I liked this better than WandaVision as well. There was more characters that I was invested in, more story that I was invested in. WandaVision had um, it was interesting. It was a different take on a TV show, but this was very cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like right, right to the point. So I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I really liked it. Even in the beginning, I didn't know it was only going to be six episodes. I knew the episodes were going to be longer, but I didn't realize that it was going to be this short. But by the time episodes five and six came around, I was just like, man, I kind of want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the, the action and then obviously the reveal, which everybody knew that he was going to get the cap. He yeah. was going to get the shield. He was going to get a new costume. I, I can't believe I people never, still yeah. thought that. <laughs> it made no sense to me when people were like, Oh, finally, we finally figured it out. Like well, you knew from Jump Street, dude. Like <laughs> you're so stupid if you thought Bucky was gonna get the shield. Like, are you not living in the same society in the times that we're living in right now? You or think the fact not? that he wasn't gonna get it, or that he wasn't gonna be Cap. Like, yeah, Cap. right. He was just gonna be Falcon with the shield. Come on. Yeah. Man. And then another thing that we met, we didn't really talk about is Isaiah Bradley. You know, they yeah. they really turned his character around for America. You know, for the fact that what he dealt with in the beginning of his life is is a complete change than how he ended it with him being able having a statue and him being well known and that possibly sets up his son his grandson grandson uh to be uh iron patriot in young avengers possibly so again it's there if it needs to be for uh, you know marvel right right yeah, I mean, everything's set up, and it does look like maybe Young Avengers is coming. We've now got like four or five of them all introduced, and you got Elijah Bradley as well. He kind of mentions it, kind of talks about it a little bit. So we'll see, man. Yeah, it, it was good. I, I like the way it ended, and obviously with the end of that, we do know that there's now going to be a Captain America 4, which is really awesome. So, you know, in my opinion, when you look back at the Marvel movies, the best trilogy was the Captain America trilogy in terms of like individual characters. It mm-hmm. far outshone or outshined the uh, Thor Iron Man as like a as like a whole storytelling. Like, you know, yeah. I really love the Captain America one. So, uh, you know, Sam Wilson kicked ass. And dude, I'll be honest with you. He may not have that super soldier serum, but kind of flying around was pretty cool, too. He's got the wings and flying with the shield. That was dope. Oh, yeah. I think we saw a lot more in the last episode than we did in, I would say, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Endgame, all mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. I still would like to see a little bit more Bucky character development. You know, let's move on past the woe is me Winter Soldier shit and, you know, let's see some cool stuff. So agreed. Yeah. Um. So real quick, one more thing before we get into our pick of the week. We had a new trailer just dropped today. 
uh, we had Sweet Tooth trailer drop from from Vertigo Comics or DC mm-hmm. Comics, as a lot of people like to say, and uh, on Netflix. What did you think? You watched it, right? Yeah. So this was a very interesting series that came out. Uh, Jeff Lemire did a couple of years ago, and I, this was the first. So I've never read the book, which is perfect mm-hmm. because I love how anybody can watch this show. It, it's gonna it's gonna be on Netflix. It's premiering June fourth. It kind of reminds me of a perfect setup of if anybody watched Lock and Key. Like, oh yeah, you didn't need to know anything and to think about it. It's not not superheroes. It's about a a boy who's born. He's part human, part animal, and then they start having this virus that they have the hybrids. So I think it was really awesome to see you know just the beginnings and then all the little like horror kind of put in there, like those. Uh, the girl with like the skeleton mask almost and right. the hunt they look like hunters so me i'm going in blind but i thought that just for the trailer or teaser trailer definitely i'm excited for june 4th when sweet tooth comes out yeah the same and I, i've never read this as well I, i'm a big jeff lemire fan though um but yeah you know it's post up it, it's always cool to have these comic book you know, when you say comic book, everyone thinks superheroes, right? Exactly. So it's really cool to have comic book uh, adaptations that aren't in the realm of superheroes or powers or something like that, you know? So you got this post post apocalyptic world and human animal hybrids and whatnot, you know, I, I'm pretty pumped about it. You know, it looked cool. Um, there wasn't a ton of, did, you know, there was a couple actors I recognized, but there's no one I could be like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, you know? Oh yeah. I, I don't know anything. And I think what's actually really good is is Robert Downey Jr. is one of the executive producers. So yes, him and his wife. Know, yeah. yeah. So you know this is going to be uh, something that's really you know they're they're putting their money, they're putting their time in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, yeah, the actors and actresses. I I didn't know anybody. I, the I only one I recognized was Will Forte, who it looked like is going to play like um, the main character's dad. And okay. he's like, a, you know, he's he's not like a big name actor, but he's a co- like does a lot of comedy. If you saw him without the beard, he has like a, a homeless person's beard on. If you saw it without the beard, you'd probably okay. recognize who he is. Okay, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. When does it come out? They didn't yeah, say June fourth. June fourth. Yeah, okay. June fourth is when. And then I don't know if they're doing a weekly or they're just gonna Netflix does the the binge watching of. But who knows? And this is what's good. Like I said, you don't need to know anything about it. Just watch the show. I didn't know anything about Lock and Key, and I love that series. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Umbrella Academy. Anybody can watch it. There's no superheroes. It's just a, a cool fantasy TV drama, right? Basically. So yeah. Looking forward to that June 4th. And we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it once the show is up and running. Oh, for sure. So let's get into our final thing that we'd like to close out the week for. What are our picks of the week? Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first this week, Zach? Uh, uh, you go first. All right. So I actually have maybe two or three I kind of want to talk about. Ooh, so okay. uh, this week we saw the release of, and I know we've talked about this one in the past, but this week's episode uh, issue of Once in Future, number 18, Oh my God. It's awesome. I don't know where this series is going to go. I, I can't tell anybody enough. I, you know, we talk about, a, I talk about a lot of indie books and boom studios is absolutely killing it with their Crush stuff. It. But I didn't, after issue 17 and where I thought it was, you know, going to be heading and even the beginnings of issue 18 were amazing, but that, that ending of 18, Oh my God, I don't know where this series is going. So if you're not reading once in future, you need to pick this up now. It's uh, fun, man. Man, Gillian is Gillian's writing is amazing, and Dan Mora is just awesome when he comes to these characters, like with the the Green Knight uh, and everybody that's been in these. Oh my god, I cannot wait to see where this series goes. So, uh, again, I know you read it because oh yeah, you're a Gillian fan. So that's one of my picks. Uh, my next pick for the week that I'm reading, and I didn't even know about this book. It came out two weeks ago, and I actually picked it up this week because I saw it at the shop. There was like a ton of copies, and I was just like, oh, what is this? So this is from Image Comics. It's called Jules Verne, Jules Verne Lighthouse. Now, it's actually a one of five. It's actually based on Jules Verne, the writer, artist, writer from way back in the day of his novel, The Lighthouse at the End of the World. So it's really awesome because I kind of looked up his book and mm-hmm. all the characters that showed up in the lighthouse uh, at the end of the world are actually in this series. So basically what it is, is 
I'm going to go right on, of course, Image Comics website and tell you all about it. At the edge of the galaxy, there is a giant supercomputer known as the Lighthouse, the only brain powerful enough to navigate ships through a suggesco of natural occurring wormholes, potentially cutting months or even years off spaceship journey. Three humans, one alien, and a nanny bot have manned the remote station for years in a relatively peace until the arrival of Captain Krug and his band of cutthroat pirates threatens the future of civilization and reveals that each of the lighthouse crew has been hiding a shocking secret. He who controls the lighthouse controls this part of the galaxy. So it's very similar to the novel because the novel is about a lighthouse and about piracy. This is way into the future with <laughs> the same type adapted. of characters. Yeah, definitely adapted. And of course, the reason why I picked it up was writer and writer, David Hayne, and Brian Hattleburn, and the artist is Brian Hattleburn, who, what did I talk about last week? The Marked. So that um, the art is just great. It's absolutely killer. And the main character is Vasquez. She's a girl. As I said before, there's a nanny bot. The nanny bot Moses has been with her since for gener generations. It's actually been like her mother's and then her grandmother's robot, and it passes down into generations as like their protector. Hmm. So we're, pretty much the story is right now is between these two. But the pirates, man, I'm going to tell you, uh, Haberlin's art for these pirates are, is really killer. Like just each one is different. Like they're not just all, you know, they're not just like guys and girls and they just kind of have like makeup on yeah. each one of them has a cool characteristic that is like completely different from the next. And it's only going to be a one of five. So, you know, you can easily pick up all these issues uh, over the next couple of months. I don't know, you know, what's going to be changing, but of course, like I said, it's from Jules Verne, awesome storyteller from way back in the day. That's cool. Those are those are my two picks. I don't, I don't. Did you pick this up? Did you even look at it? Did you know about it? No, no, I I, I did not know about it. I'm a uh, Jules Verne fan from like when I was a kid. You know, mm -hmm. reading like Journey to the Center Center of the Earth and all that stuff. Um, but no, I might have to check that out. That sounds cool. Um, so yeah, I so also those have are my two picks. I have two picks as well. Um, one of them is okay. So first, first pick of the week for me is Star Wars Darth Vader issue 11 i believe it was issue 11 yes awesome run i mean this darth vader run you and i were talking a couple of days ago when it came out just like offline about how all the darth vader runs currently with marvel are just awesome and this one's been really cool too because it's kind of bridging that gap after you know vader has found out that luke's or vader has revealed himself to luke as being his father uh he's kind of running some issues with the emperor he's sent on like a mission and he gets all jacked up we had the introduction of, uh, oh man, I'm gonna mind blank. Ochi. What's the Ochi? Yeah, Ochi, the little like kind of assassin coming after him. We had the uh, the bog monster. What was that guy's name? That was kind of creepy looking. Like oh, like the uh, the Den of Whispers, something of the bog or something. Yeah. Anyway, I the so, bogger. I yeah, a lot of creepy stuff. And what we recently had in the issue prior was we had Vader traveling to Exegol which I thought was awesome, man. I mean, especially since, you know, Exegol is so new in the lore of like the movies and whatnot showing up in Rise of Skywalker. So him going there, you're like, wow, what are we going to see? You know, what's going to happen? I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't read it, but there's some cool imagery. There is something floating in a tank that I thought was really, really cool and very exciting mm -hmm. and possibility of like what might happen with that. But um, awesome run. The Darth Vader series has been great so far, and I'm sure it will continue to be. So you should be checking that out if you're a Star Wars fan. And then my second pick, man, this is kind of embarrassing. I brought this up earlier in the show, but I have not got around to reading this. And I got the eighth printing this week of Something is Killing the Children, issue one. Oh, And I, I read it, and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. And now I hear I, I, I understand what the hype is about this story. I'm going to have to try to either track these down or read them online, but... It is cool. Um, I definitely was a big fan of the first issue. I like the horror themes. Um, uh, you know, like we kind of talked about it, that the possibilities that it, maybe it would show up in live action or, or, you know, animation or something would be really cool, but definitely, definitely great story. Um, James Tinian is probably one of the best writers right now. So he's crushing everything he touches, in my opinion. So it's been a long time coming. I know everyone's probably like, yeah, we know it's really good, Manimal. But uh, yeah, sorry. I just got around to it. I read a lot of <laughs> I read a lot of fucking garbage, you know? So I'm reading a lot of books and I just got around to something that's killing the children. And my, store, my store's not great with independence. So yeah, get off my ass. But now I'm going to read them all. 
and I'm going to be more knowledgeable than the rest of you. So suck it. But anyway, awesome. well, we awesome. can't wait for you to finish up to up to 16 right now. And then uh, you can give us a review. Yeah, I think, I think you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll absolutely enjoy it. And then you can say if it if it should be live action or it should be an animated show. <laughs> Yo, I mean, the, the first when they show that kid's like basically ripped in half and he's crawling on the ground with his intestines dripping out. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so. it, it gets better. It definitely <laughs> gets better. Sweet. So good. So good picks of the week for this for our for what are we currently reading? Uh, I I could talk. There's there's other books that I read this week that I may end up saving for later uh, later episodes because I want to read another issue or two. But definitely check out those for this week. Uh, that's it for us on episode 17. Is in the books. Uh, next week is it going to be a big week for Star Wars? We definitely will be back with episode 18 with tons of Star Wars news. But that's it. And I actually may be dropping a Star Wars spec Ooh. next week. So be on the lookout for that early next week, possibly May 3rd, or I may even drop it right on May the 4th for everybody. You might, you probably should. You probably should. I think I should. Yeah. Maybe like right at like 1201. So everybody can run out there and get this book that I've been uh, there you go. hoarding and, you know, I'll be talking about soon. So that's it for myself. Zach, what do you got? Closing yeah. words. Shout out to MTG. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, if you guys are in the New Jersey area, Make sure you check out his stuff. Check out the the little convention he's throwing. If you are in the New Jersey area, find him on Instagram, MTG Comics. Definitely give him a follow. If you're a raffle kind of person like gambling, there you go. Do that. And um, thanks again for having him. And we will see you guys next week. All right, guys. Peace out. Later.